Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to The Sap. It's your host, Dave Neal. The Sex Actually Podcast. This is episode 347. You know that. We have a great guest today. Dwayne Perkins joins us. Dwayne uh, and I have known each other for a year or two now, and he is a hilarious stand-up comedian. He's got a special on stars. Um, He's got a book out about zombies. You're going to love this guy. You're going to love this chat that we had with Dwayne. Just a quick housekeeping reminder to all of you guys. If you enjoy this content and you want more, the way to support us is going to patreon.com slash the sap. That's patreon.com slash T-H-E-S-A-P. We are releasing extra content every week. I know some of these Patreon accounts, they overpromise things. They underdeliver. I get it. It's like bad sex. I'm going to rock your world. And the next thing you know, you came early and then you're snuggling up. You know what I mean? That's not us. Every week, new content for you guys. Um, and, uh, and, uh, also big shout out. Thank you to everyone who attended the Mimosa stand-up show. July's Mimosa stand-up show was earlier today. I am still hungover or drunk from that. We went through five, one and a half liters. What's that? Seven and a half liters of champagne. And, um, that's a lot for 25 people that was spread out very well. And we had a killer show. Almost all of the comics on the show are past podcast guests. They rocked it. Um, Ali Zisfine, uh, Nikki Davis Miller, Matt Cole. Uh, Channing Apodaca did a set. Uh, who else do we have? Jesus Christ, I'm not going to remember everybody. Who who am I missing? Jay? Oh, Jay Light was on. He was on the podcast a couple weeks ago. Um, they Everybody brought it, delivered it. There's nothing like telling jokes at 1130 in the morning in Hollywood, California. Living the dream, folks. Look, if you haven't been able to make to one of these shows, I understand you're in Columbus, um, South Carolina. You're in Sussex, England. You're all over the map. I get it. You can't make it out here. If you're not part of the Patreon, jump on it because we're airing the audio version of these um, stand-up shows so you guys can laugh on the way to work or from work. You can listen to these um, really funny comics, do their act in front of a live audience. We recorded professional audio and you're going to like it. So anyway, that's where you got to go. Patreon.com slash this app if you want to see any of our uh, premium material. And of course, for all new subscribers of the Patreon, Tasha and I send you a handwritten postcard. Can you imagine the post office still actually sends out handwritten postcards? It's incredible. We'll send you one of those for thanking you to, you know, for supporting our dreams and all that. Um, anyhow, uh, we got a new sponsor. You're going to hear that in the middle of this episode. And we're really excited to make that announcement. Um, without further ado, here's our chat with Dwayne Perkins. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here today with Dwayne Perkins. How are you, my man? I'm great. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. You know, I saw in Tasha Courtney, of course. As oh, always. thanks. Yeah, don't uh, worry about me. Shop <laughs> <Don't. liberty>. <laughs> <laughs> they know you're here. Uh, and um, we uh, actually, I saw you a few weeks ago, and then you had just mentioned your book, Zombie Run. Right. So, yeah, that's when we, we did a show together. And I was like, oh, yeah, we got to get you on the podcast. It, it always right, like, jogs right, my right. memory when I see somebody. So, so a zombie love story. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, the people falling in love are not zombies. They're, they're humans. They're but trying to survive. Yeah. It's a, um, we say it's a post-apocalyptic love story. Um, I, I actually, uh, the guy I wrote it with, Koji Sakai, um, who we've written a bunch of things together, and he's uh, one of the producers on my special. We, we did a movie together that we wrote, and I'm, I'm in called cool. um, Dying to Kill. That's, I think, on Amazon now. That's where I, I play a comedian who gets uh, kidnapped by his number one fan. 
Oh, I love it. <laughs> Tortured and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, my yeah. God. That's so scary. <laughs> that, hap- that happened to David Spade. Well, it wasn't his fan. It was his assistant, like, pulled a gun oh, out wow. and tried to Is kill him. Oh, wow. right? Yeah, they had, like, a psychotic assistant. It's a fascinating story. Yeah, Dying to Kill, we call it, uh, it's basically Saw meets the King of Comedy. Interesting. I like it. Yeah, yeah. We, um, wow. you know, I think there's there's something to that where, like, your biggest fans, can they feel like they have an ownership over you sometimes? Absolutely. Did, did, did you have a real, uh, like, audience member or fan or something that this was um, based off of? <laughs> good question. No, not really. I mean, I've had some strange kind of things. Um. You know, I don't know. It's weird. It's like, I don't like to think about things. That are scary? <laughs> yeah, like, I don't like to think about doom. But I definitely, I, like, I'll meet someone. And um, I, I just don't even want to say it out loud. It's so scary <laughs> to me. But I'll, I'll meet people and I'll be like, that guy might kill me. Yeah. You, know? yeah. <laughs> like, you get a vibe. Yeah, you get, like, yeah. a little intuition. And you're like, that's bad news. I'm going to stay far away yeah. from that. Like, I got this one guy. He's, he's cool enough. But he's always, like, I have more than one. And it's usually... It's almost like the cable guy. It's men more than women. Even though I've had women like show up at shows with flowers who I didn't know. Wow. It was like But that's uh, harmless. Right, right. It's like you it's almost like Oh Tasha, like that would be harmless if I had someone some chick show with flowers. <laughs> no, I mean it's not gonna like it's not a bouquet of knives. You know what I mean? Right, right. It's not I like I can a, physically best most women, yeah. right? Um, but like some of these some of these guys it's like uh I don't know, it's like they they just it's 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 like goes from like hey I'm a fan to let I know you let's hang and it's like sort of a compliment because sure. it means that something about your comedy is it's so relatable that they feel them. they know you and um and maybe they do know me I mean my comedy is basically me but yeah I've um I haven't had anything happen thank God but there <laughs> there is little situations that I think could get out of hand. That, like, is yeah. a, I think the closest that guys can get to really ha- like putting themselves in women's shoes and like having some empathy for like women just trying to like go on a right. first date. <laughs> like because you know, you say yeah. you don't feel threatened necessarily by women. You right. might think something's a little weird, but you don't feel like, "Oh my god, I'm going to be in a dumpster no. at the end of the night." Absolutely. So when I'm feeling like here and there, I get women feel Every constantly. day, <laughs> yeah. Every time constantly. they meet a new person, right. they're right. like, "Is this guy gonna murder me?" I'm not right. saying it all equals itself out, Tasha. I'm not saying that, but but there is like a thing. You do get doors open for you. I don't even mean that in the physical way. No, I mean, you like, don't, Dave. I mean, you don't understand every because you just said it yourself when you were talking about um your your previous co-host right, and like right. women in comedy that and your friend you were trying to give advice to that, is true. that she yeah. should have ownership. <laughs> oh, she should know how to do this stuff. She should be recording her own things because the guy that's hooking her up is just trying to get in into bed with her and then as soon as like he gets tired of her blowing him off or you know being disinterested he's gonna move on and she's For not sure. gonna have any no, more stuff I totally so agree. opening doors is not really opening doors when everything comes with like a caveat it's all a currency it's all a currency and and for men who um we, you know, we have this thing called shoot your shot, right? I was just, I work with this guy and he doesn't, I, work, I write on this game show now and uh, this guy, every time I use a, a urban euphemism, I have to explain it to him. So it's like a little fun thing, right? <laughs> yeah. So I would explain and shoot your shot to him, which is just sort of like shoot Make your game, your right? Make your move. And it should be, um, it should be like upfront, deliberate. And it crystal clear. Stated, this is what I'm doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. And then if, and if, and it's okay if you, if you feel like, I understand the concept of, um, I don't want to know now, 
I like I'd rather not get no now. Let me see if I can get a yes later. Right? Exactly. I understand that, but it's a that, chicken shit way to do it. Right. But in that scenario, you have to understand that the no is still not guaranteed later. You see what I'm saying? So if you want to prolong the no, <laughs> that's on you. Yeah. And and some once in a blue, the no becomes yes, but it's probably still no. And it might be it, yeah. maybe you read your person, right? Like right. maybe there's somebody that likes to really take their time. They want to take it slow. Right, they're right. not sure. Maybe they've got a couple options and they're just waiting to see like right, which right. one steps up. So like, sure, I, you know, a maybe could become a yes. But like so there is some benefit maybe right. to waiting. Well, but Dwayne, let me ask you this. Let yes. me let me run the, run this by you. We got a florist who lives downstairs. Uh-huh. Tasha keeps showing up at home with flowers. She's telling me that the florist is just hanging out by the truck and he always has these extra flowers that he's giving to her. Wow. It's I, always the end of the day. He's like locking up the shop. So and it's kind of like the, van. the day old bagels kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't want her, him to have a day old blowjob if <laughs> <Right>. you decide. <laughs> so I'm wondering, is this guy just giving you the flowers because you happen to be there? I mean, what are the odds? I mean, I understand one time. How many flowers has this guy given Only you? Only two sets of flowers. Okay, two sets in two weeks. But here's the question with that is it becomes... Like, literally, I went to Ralph's two days ago because someone told me, and I, I don't even want to say this. It's like there's a parking spot in L.A. that people don't know about. I won't even say it online. Uh, I'll <laughs> tell you guys <laughs> after. You. But it's like most people don't know you can park here in this certain time. So we keep that. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, interesting. And so this this other secret I'll get outlet out. Someone told me, yo, you know, Ralph's, um, at 10 o'clock, they have to throw out all their sushi. Because it's sushi, you know what I mean? So, so they have to throw it out or give it at a crazy discount. So you mosey in about 9.55 and you're like, oh, so what are you guys going to do with the sushi? You know? And um, so my question is, is did in that scenario, uh, is he scamming you know, scheming on you or are you like purposely, you know, Tasha, are you going there <laughs> at the end of the day thinking, oh, these flowers are going to be free now. So I don't well, know which I'm one. Tasha, what is it, Tasha? Because it's like a floral, it's not like a florist where you go in and buy the flowers. It's like, right. um, it's like a wedding. Yeah, like a floral design place. Right, right. Um, but I am always walking at the same time every night because I like to walk before sundown because it's a little sketchy in the neighborhood. So I just don't I'm like, like, oh, the sun's going down. I better get the dog and go for a walk around the block. And that happens to that be the same out. time right, that Tasha, they're closing. Tasha, right, what's right. the guy's name? Do you know his name? Yeah. What's his name? I'm not saying Tell, it on Say here. his first name. Why Raul. Do you know? Raul? <laughs> you fucking know the guy's name's Raul? Yeah. yeah. Dwayne. I've, I've known a few sketchy. Raul's in my day. And um, <laughs> you don't want to like, you know, have a name bias. I know one Raul who was really solid, my high school uh, guidance counselor and uh, coach of the basketball team. His name was Raul Arroyo, um, which is interesting because now this guy's I, I name? live close to Arroyo. Um, so, but other than him, I'm trying to think. Have I, have I known? Is this? Well, I think I've known some cool Raul. At the very yeah. least, and I'm, I'm again, I'm just, I'm not right, worried right. about this. But what if I came home with chocolates from Trisha? Right. And I and it, oh it, what, oh Trisha gave me chocolates today, honey. <laughs> Chad should be like, uh, "You're gonna eat that shit? Fuck you! You can eat <laughs> no, Trisha's chocolates." I'd be like, "Can I have some?" But here's no. what we need to do: you need to walk by the same time. Yes. <laughs> see if he gives you the flowers. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where your balls at now, Raul? <laughs> Subscribe to the podcast. Rate us, review us, Raul. Thank you, Raul, for yeah, the I'm lovely gonna, flowers. Yes. Here's what I'm gonna do: I'm gonna promote this episode like on Raul's doorstep. I'm just gonna like put like a sticker, like episode 347. Right, right, right. Enjoy Raul, and then if he still gives or right. flowers i'll know he's trying to fuck and plus you can just say um you know you can also say oh these are like the kind my boyfriend gives me you know like 
Did you say that, Tasha? Did you he say? He knows. He knows yeah. because there's this dog is a looker, and right, every right. business in town knows this dog. Every shop downstairs knows right. this dog. And they dog. see you both with the dog. And they see us. Both All I know is the I'm the fucking asshole at Ralph's trying to buy the nine ninety nine flowers, and then you show up with like a nut, like way nicer flower. That's my only point. Right. It's like I'm no, sorry, no, Ralph. it's okay. You should go though. to the flower district, Dave. They're cheaper. But, but that's the thing, guys who do favors for for women. Under the guise of trying to get something later, you know, um, it's okay. Do you think that there's not a single instance though where a guy does something nice just to be nice? Like I believe that. Exists. No, no, I think so. I think so. But also, I, th- I think with guys, it's like it, either you do it just to be nice, or you do it thinking something could happen. Nothing can happen. But don't get mad if nothing happens. Yeah, and I you totally get I mean? it. Like, look, if but I'm, isn't that sort of like people, like just people's philosophy in general for like a good deed? It's like they don't necessarily expect to get like this lady uh, returned my brother's wallet. He lost his wallet, oh, and wow. she returned it to the house. Uh-huh. And you know, you do that because it makes you feel good, and maybe someone will like give you a twenty th- as a thank you, but maybe not. Right, and right, like, right, so right. if something happens, cool. If something doesn't happen, you still feel it's fine. You did exactly. a good thing and exactly. it's fine. So yeah. it's just like a general sort of philosophy of people, I think. All right. I'm just saying, Raul, you're on the map. Okay. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah, it. This yeah, isn't me being yeah. jealous. This is me just acknowledging <laughs> that you have given my lady flowers twice. <laughs> and she was probably happier than when I brought mine home. I'm just saying. So <laughs> a stranger pet. If, a va- if he starts like throwing you vases and things, right, then I got to right. go talk to Raul. Okay. <laughs> you don't just willy nilly. Flowers are a sensitive subject. Unless, unless, you know, unless you just get stoked over free stuff like free stuff ha- is kind of exciting I love free yeah. stuff you know what I mean I love free stuff yeah, free stuff you get free stuff exciting. at work because you've, you've written on a bunch of projects right do they, do um, a few um, I've not written on like, like sitcoms or anything I, I currently write on a game show uh, funny you should ask well, I shouldn't say write. I think, a lot of comics have written on that. we're supposed to say content produce. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. That. So Fucking I, I, unions, I, man. <laughs> they don't want to give you that union writing. Dude. I content produce on a show called Funny You Should Ask where every question has a funny answer. Um, I've written on uh, Jay Leno's, uh, when he went to 10 o'clock. Okay. Remember that little thing? Yeah. I was a correspondent on that. I uh, had a like, segment. Yeah, you've got, I got you right here. Conan, Comedy Central, yes, Jay yes. Leno. Your Rolling Stones five comics to watch. I got oh, your whole, yeah, that I got was the crazy. whole Wikipedia that was here. Crazy, yeah. Your specials on Stars. It was on Netflix. You're all over the map, man. That's awesome. I try, I try, and what? you know, it's it's tough now because um, I'm I'm kind of in a battle. In a way, it's the battle of my life. In a way, in a way, I don't want to give. I don't want to be so dramatic. But there's another guy with my name. Are we talking about I that? Yeah. I haven't dealt with it, and I. I Sometimes yeah. you don't deal with something because you don't feel you should have to. You know what I mean? Yeah, we mentioned this because I was like, oh, congrats. I thought he was in some festival, but it was another comic with the name. Yeah, it just spells it slightly different. I'm assuming it's his government name. But so. you should use that. That's a good enough excuse for you to get verified on all the your accounts. Are you verified on the, your accounts? Um, maybe on Twitter. If you're the not other verified, yeah, you yeah. can say like, look, there's another person with a similar name. I need my fan base right, to know right. that this is my name. Yeah, and, and, and in fact, he on his Twitter has like, this is this is... D, his name is Dwayne, but he's, if you would look how he spells it, you would say D. Wayne, right? But he, he went out of, I've, I've met him once, like yeah. at an audition. I didn't have time to really speak to him, though. And it says, his Twitter says, D. Wayne, not Dwayne Perkins. So that means you he must be, kn- he knows you must be you getting. Too? You know, yeah, I tried the, to book like, him, but I'm happy you showed <laughs> up. <instead. laughs> so, you know, he must be getting a lot of like confusion, you know, like people reaching out to him thinking it's me and, and some people have reached out to me thinking I'm him 
Maybe do I the mean, Twain Perkins I would, tour. Like, who he, came first? I would feel I, like the I second person would... By 15, 20 years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like if you knew that there was another person in your profession that had a very similar name, you would just pick a new stage name, right? That that that's what I would. But this like is that's good... what happened with Emma. What's her name? Emma uh, Watson. No, the redheaded one. Uh, Stone. Yeah, Emma Stone. Her first name is not Emma. She went with Emma because somebody else already had her name in oh, SAG. I see. I so see. she just went with Emma. But this is like a episode of like Entourage, like where you've got to compete over who's going to have the most like star meter on your yeah, name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and so. And Entourage, like, you know, it's re- re- crazy you say that. I I didn't show it to enough people, but I wrote uh, Entourage spec. Oh no way! Yeah, I wrote two actually, and um. Just for the practice of it, and uh, yeah, in entourage though, it, it would get dealt with. E would fix it somehow, right? Yeah, e yeah. Would. <laughs> they would verify you. They would get you verified. Right, right. On no, no, no. You know, E is the guy, the name, of the manager on the show. Oh, yeah, just I figured, kidding! I, I thought you meant the network. I, oh, <laughs> I was like, I was like, Tasha knows entourage. I was like, no, no, she's just. That's no. a good catch. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't entourage <laughs> was not um, before my time. That was a great show. I loved that show, but you know, it hasn't so, aged great. But I, I loved it. Oh, when it just was the out. misogyny and all that. Yeah, yeah, nice, nice. Yeah. Like a fine wine. I enjoy that. Just a couple of bros trying to get famous and fuck. What right, are they trying right. to do? I mean, so are you on any dating websites or what do you? What, where are you at uh, in your rela- um, relationship wise? I am not on any dating website. You like, fact, how, you like how I just parlay. Yeah, that's nice, that's nice. <laughs> I'm not on any dating web- website. In fact, I've never been on any dating Good website. For you. Well, because I'm just saying your 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 credits. So that that would be the dating. That would be it. You just list your credits, and then you get ladies well, to swipe right on you. I think right? what it is is that yeah. I think as an adult, what, what like if you like high school, college, you're just around a pool of people, you know. And then when you first start working, if you have a regular sort of civilian job. You're around people, but then at some point, it's just you're not around people. Like you don't meet new people. Yeah, you see the same people at your job. You see the same people in right, your circle right. of friends. And, and for for me, I meet new people. So yeah, you I, don't you don't I have that. Like, to, you're not like walled up in some corporate place where like right, you just right. know who you know at the water cooler. Right, and you've already like you know had horrible dates with everyone in your company. Yeah, right. you're not exhausting your circle because you meet new people all the exactly, time. Exactly. But how about these how about these people though that literally are growing up like Tasha's brothers in college. I have a brother in college. Mm-hmm. They're literally growing up just on dating sites. Not just dating sites, but all social media. It's like that's where they get their value from. Right. Like right. like at least we kind of grew up with having to figure it out like there was no not like when when it became time where i could actually just text a girl that was like a cop out that was so much easier than picking up the phone and calling but you used to have to like call right. and like wonder if you're going to get the, the 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 girl's dad on yeah. the phone <laughs> yeah be scared Fucking that like right, someone's right. mom or dad was going to pick up when you call that out. show on mtv where like it's like calling the home and it's like what you want me to call some chicks home and do you remember how your mom would be like when somebody called for you oh tasha there's a phone and you're so embarrassed the whole play yeah and uncle and uncle's actually over for dinner and he's like oh Oh, dude. Like, right. Don't cock block me, Dad. <laughs> did you have? Did you have? I mean, did you like? You grew. That's that's where I you, grew up with that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. One girl I dated, actually more than one, because I I grew up with my 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 grandmother, my mother too, but I, I lived with my grandmother, and um, and one girl, uh, she would call, okay, and you know I hear the phone ring, and I just hear my grandmother talking, and oh my god, this must be for her. 20 minutes later <laughs> oh, no. my grandmother's like oh Dwayne you know such and such is on the phone for you 
Like what the? Look at that grandma Betty. <laughs> why? Why were you guys talking for twenty minutes? You know what I mean? Yeah, you that, think she's was... talking to her old friend Etna or right. something? <laughs> I don't know why that's her name. And you're like Jesus Christ. And you're like, did you get any? Did you help me out? Yeah, grandma? what were you guys doing <laughs> talking for 20, 30 minutes? It was just oh, bizarre. I love grandma. They can talk on the phone for yeah, hours. But in today's world, you can craft a text message. You screen grab it, send it to your you friends. You can have your friends curated, yeah, it, proofread it. It's crazy. I right? remember this girl. Her name was Jacqueline. Jackie. She called me. I didn't answer home phone, so she left a voicemail. You can't in in like cell phones. I think sometimes you can redo a voicemail. This was like you whatever you said is what happened. She goes, she's calling me. Leaves a voicemail. She goes, hey Jackie, it's Dave. I can't. No, no. Yeah, she goes, hey Jackie, it's Dave. And then she goes, uh, uh. I mean, hey Dave, it's Jackie. Uh, uh. And she just like freaked out and hung up the phone. <laughs> I don't think I ever talked to her after that. I was like, I don't think we're allowed to speak again. I think you know, right, I was right. like, that was like 25 years ago. I feel like oh, fuck, you should call her and leave her a voicemail that says, "Hey Dave, it's Jackie." Hey Dave, it's right. Jackie. Subscribe to the SAP, please. Join the Patreon. Can you imagine being in high school now? Like in high school, you, you like um, in New York. I went to. I'm I'm from Coney Island, right? One nice. part of one part of Brooklyn. Went to high school in Bay Ridge, another part of Brooklyn. So that was a little bit of a different experience I think most people have because sort of like I'm taking the train every day to high school. So if I'm bold enough, you know, I have the girls in Coney Island. I can talk to them. The Russians, right? Uh, Yeah, Russians, but mainly blacks and um, Puerto Ricans where I live. Okay. And then um, in high school, I can talk to those girls. And then on on a train to school, if I meet someone, I can talk to them there. But most people walk to high school, I think in this country of ours, or they take a school bus. And the only people you know are the people at high school, maybe the rival high school. Now, like, you have access to every person in, yeah. in the city, yeah. in the world. Discri- I mean, you yeah. can swipe, you can swipe discriminate or whatever, but like, it's gonna, like when I lived in New York, I was on Tinder, like, this is like the early days of Tinder. I was right, like, right. is anyone gonna be on this thing? And you're meeting like Dominican chicks, not right, meeting, right. but like you're matching with people you would have never met in your Absolutely. in your scene because it's Absolutely. New York City. It's just like, it's only go- going by radius. Was, and I lived up in Harlem. So like, oh, you wow. would just, yeah, you yeah. know, you get the Harlem, you'd be like, oh, we would have never connected. It's very interesting. Natasha, you never experienced that. You just got the fucking rule, 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 that's tasha's tinder just dude tasha will never understand and this is where i kind of feel bad for her because we're we're, you know we talk about like the the struggle of you know like gotta meet and make the phone call tasha's on you're on the other side of men hitting on you so you'll never that'd be like if every job i went out for people were just trying to give me a job like please please sign up for my job sign up for my job i'd be like i don't want your fucking job we gotta fucking hunt for that job and you're just like, man, I'll see if, like, what do you do? Yeah, but I still get the excitement of, like, meeting a new person right, and right. wondering, like, is this going to work out? And you are texting or calling for, like, a couple weeks before the first date. And then the first date goes well. And you're like, oh, my God, are we going to go out again? You know, like, right, all right. of that you're is saying still you've, You're like, you're, you've always, as a, as a pretty woman, you're, you've always had suitors options it's never like like guys like we end the night if you know you, you get shut down to the bar you got your dick in your hand and right, you're getting right. a slice of pizza by yourself but but i think that makes women sometimes go for like the bad guy or the wrong guy because it's sort of like everything else was so easy that they interesting there's some degree of difficulty or something where or you take for granted what you can get so you want something else am you know? i the bad guy tasha well, no, no, I was 
was just gonna say like then also like your selection is a little bit skewed because a lot of girls are just like sitting back and waiting for someone to approach right, them you know we're right. not taught to approach men because right. that's considered like a too strong, too assertive, too masculine. It can be a little bit of a turnoff. So if you see like a group of guys and maybe there's, you know, you're in a bar and there's lots of people there and you see a couple guys you might be interested in, it's who's going to come up to you. But the, bold the bold one. You know one. what I mean? Absolutely. Who might be the bad boy or the Absolutely. slimy guy that's Absolutely. coming up to 50 girls a night. But like, you know, it's going to be who approaches you because you're not approaching them. Right. And that's right. important for men to to understand is that if, if there's somebody you want, you know, like sack up, fucking learn. Yeah, because yeah. I've, we've all been there where like you, you don't, you, you see a girl, you kind of make eye contact, you're at a bar and you're like, okay, then one more beer. Right? And you just, and it's, and it's that resistance. It's that same like procrastination that makes you not want to do, you know, like write the screenplay. It's like, oh, okay, I'll get around to it. And then all of a sudden some other dude swoops in, they do the swoop. And then you're just like, all right, well, there goes the love of my life because right, right. I didn't have the balls to do the right. three second rule, which they which is like a term. That what is that? It's like, look, if you if you make eye contact or someone with a woman, it, just go. You, go, you got exactly. now. Exactly. Well, because you're no matter what happens, you're not going to be any worse off than you are now. That's the important thing to remember. If you don't go up to them, it's a no. Right, if right. you go up to them, it's a no or a yes. You have better odds right, making right. the approach right. and you, potentially you, being turned down because by not going you're getting turned down I'm just anyway. gonna check the camera you, but, we, but we keep going but basically you miss every shot you don't take right yeah but like the, the thing is and i think that process is being robbed by social media meaning there's a process of growing up and of like learning to take yeah, those rejections like the man learning like like me for instance with uh, without you know learning how to court without social media you you meet girls, and sometimes it's a group, it's a group, and then you might lose out to the bold guy, and you might lose out again to the bold guy, and again to the bold. Then you go like, man, like, do these girls really like him more, or is he just being more assertive? And and then it's just a process of learning. Okay, I'm going to uh, insert myself a little more, especially if you have the eye contact. You know, you still have to read the signs, right? Yeah. And then for women, you're learning. Oh, these the bold guy is not always great. Sometimes he is, but sometimes he's just. The bold guy. So I have to like maybe wait and not give that guy any any time because maybe that, that quiet guy over there is a little, you know, nicer or someone I would connect with. And that's a process. Yeah, that in-person experience yeah. really helps you to like grow and understand yourself and other people. But you're right. On social media, you don't get that because people are just taking the easy way. DM, sup, whatever. Right, and right. like, well, And it's so weird. As a kid, I always wanted like... I've always, even uh, one of my f uh, famous bits is a whole, all, it's not exactly this, but I have a bit about everyone should get a ranking, you know, from one to 10. Uh, it's one of my classic bits. And basically, so like you would know your range. So if you were seven, you could, you were allowed to approach anyone between a six and an eight. There you go. That's your range. <laughs> yeah. You know, don't talk to a nine. You're not, you're not authorized to talk to a nine. <laughs> so, <laughs> but. Even is that on your stars? <laughs> is that on your stars? No, special? no, it's before that. Oh, it's, it's, it should be on my Comedy Central special. Okay, I gotta look at that. And it's on my, I think, first CD. She ate my haircut. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, but the thing is, even though I thought like I'm, I'm always trying to apply logic and math to things that can't be sort of quantified at all. Um, but now that we're here and we have social media, I'm like, oh no, this is not good because, you know, if you're a seven and you can. You can convince a 10 to go for you, you know, that's, you know, have at it, right? Yeah. So all these, 
But then it, are you really a seven? You know what I mean? Because right, you might right. look like a seven, but if you have the skill to pull a 10, you're not a seven. Yeah, that's so true. So it's still like you're, you're, uh, you're uh, the Dwayne Perkins uh, a math equation here would still play that you got a yeah. two point variance. And I've, I've always wanted it to be easier. And, you know, now that it is easier, I'm like, oh, man, this is, this is horrible. But maybe I'm just. A, a curmudgeon cr- yeah because i'm older or something I don't, you know, well i look at like tasha like like on paper she's she's more attractive than i am okay you know what i mean but i got comedy and she in and if, if she's a 10 she's very hard to deal with so that knocks her <laughs> so, I, so she pulls down to a nine. Oh, your screen fell over baby <laughs> so she uh I, I, hold on <laughs> so yeah so it just balances out so you know she's got the looks but i gotta deal with it you know so the kind of right, like, right. So. But um, well, I was gonna say with 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 us with with comedy, you're like if 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 I told you right now, go go on. You have ten seconds to prepare. Go on stage. You're ready to go. You have you have shit in your pocket. You're ready to go. Right, right. Men need, and I don't. I can't speak for women, but I think men, when you meet someone out, and if you if you feel that connection, you have to be ready with the fucking weather or the news story or the earthquake. Right, God forbid. Right. I mean, how many people could have gotten laid based on? Oh, geez, where were you in it? The hit. You know right, what I mean? Right, just right. so just like something common denominator. Yeah, find that, the common denominator. And now it's like, um, and I, I think too, that's where drinking comes into play to 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 like you know sort of just sort of relax the, the edge little off anxiety yeah. and i don't i don't drink right so i i've always so i came up in this not having that crutch i didn't have the twitter stuff but i think like being from brooklyn is a it's just a even the the, the tamest guy from brooklyn is kind of bold yeah relative yeah, because, to other people well new york is just so different from every other american city in that people are out and about walking around right, right. all the time so you really learn to navigate other people and you develop great people skills even like the get out of my way you're walking too slow people <laughs> right. skills you know right, what i mean right, like right. you you have to deal. you've got people inches away from you at all times so you just learn right. you learn i can't yeah. believe tasha lived in new york the way because she's she's got an introverted like if if you're if you're in the elevator for too long with four people it annoys you and it stresses you out so I can't imagine you on like a although when we did meet she was annoyed on the day we met <laughs> she was annoyed at life on the day we met and I was, I was the annoyed fucking at asshole you, you were being too loud it she was, was annoyed in the morning regardless of me she was annoyed you sat in the tent and you just were annoyed and I go I want to I want to fix that <laughs> right here we are it's, uh, it's trial by fire Drain it's, it's a big yes. it's a big day for us it's a big episode uh-huh. uh, we got our first big sponsor oh, that congrats. I wanted to talk to you about and we're going to give you um, yeah oh yeah congrats to all of us we've had we've had things we promoted this now, but this is a product um, called Promescent and it is for um, premature ejaculation it is called <laughs> Promescent Make Love Longer and I wanted to give you one of these um, um, it's called a uh, Climax Control Spray so congratulations oh nice and is that, that is that a ram or a Taurus? It, it looks like a ram. Yeah, yeah that would be an, an Aries. Aries. Yes. <laughs> Thank so you. I guess that's uh, f- you know for all your ramming needs. Oh boy. <laughs> it helps improve intimacy, sexual enjoyment between partners. Um, I've tried this. The this company I met actually in 2015. I was looking through my old emails. They sent me. They originally sent me product in 2015. So it's been four years. I'm not. And it's the type of thing you don't need to use it every day. It's not just for. Uh, people that re- like have a, a medical problem with premature ejaculation, it is uh, because they have you heard of the orgasm gap? Have you guys have you heard, heard about this? No. So uh, what, what I got the facts here. Me, oh, the orgasm gap: men on average climax in about five minutes, while women take around eighteen. So there's a th- there's a thirteen minute uh, uh, issue there. Yeah. Right. So if a guy or you know the guy comes too soon, they can put on Dwayne Perkins comedy uh, right. album right. if they need t- uh, thirteen minutes, to fifteen minutes to kill. But um, it's yeah, it's interesting. It's ba- like 
the main ingredient's lidocaine, so it's a numbing agent. But what it does mm. is you spray it. You kind of like spray it on your uh, your dick. Uh, and then wait a few minutes. So it's not you don't just spray and just go willy nilly. So that way it doesn't transfer to the female uh, partner here. Oh, yeah, that's because you don't thing want to know. you don't want yeah. like a numb clam. <laughs> you don't need some like don't say clam. You don't need like a, <laughs> a stroke victim, just like Bell's what? palsy uh, right. pussy. Bell's palsy pussy. Because then that would that would extend the gap, right? Yeah. yeah. The <laughs> He's like, I'm not only not coming. I didn't even know you were there. Right. What are we doing? What's happening? Uh, but yeah, they I used to I passed these out at some stand up shows, and I think men. Perk up with their like, oh wow really it's yeah, interesting yeah at our other stand up shows right. we've given out some sex toys and so when we have something for the guys they nice get and every guy's like well I don't, I, yeah, I don't I don't need it bro but I'll take it whatever I don't need it though <laughs> yeah I don't need it but I will just investigate this uh, fast acting it says and uh, yeah I um I, I mean I had a friend I had a buddy in college I don't want to get too specific to give out his info um, his name is uh, Joe uh, no, he, uh, <laughs> he lives on he, Baker Street he, yeah, he used to date or he would hook up with this girl that I knew we all knew each other and she would tell me she was like she touched his dick and he came like that's a real problem but every guy every guy has been super excited for sex and it's like if you look at any other uh, you know like like any other mammal they fucking like they you know you, you ever see a bison fuck they, yeah, the guy mounts it and he seconds. falls over and has a yeah. cigarette yeah because right, right. it's, it's just for procreation yeah yeah, so it's not for a pleasure. We're one of the few uh, mammals that actually like has face to face sex sometimes. You know what I mean? Like I feel like us and like bonobos, bonobo, yeah. bonobo, whatever. I'm not. Don't fact check any of this. <laughs> but the point is, is that like for whatever reason, we were talking earlier about like the natural selection where women, like you, you have a higher chance, you know, like of um, of getting a woman pregnant if she orgasms, right? Like that's, that's, yeah, that's so not to thing. say that you want to get a woman pregnant, but it goes to show that biologically, women choose through their bodies, like what what load they're gonna accept <laughs> does that make sense tash is really freaked I, out no i think but you're making it a little complicated but sure women want to get off anyway right, right. But, moral but, but, of the story but it's like an evolutionary thing like they need to get off in a sense yeah, yeah no it's bad for your health to yeah, not yeah, get yeah. off yeah. oh yeah it's good yeah so so ladies out there get off <laughs> buy your guy promescent and then we actually so they have a website the url is uh delayspray.com which is delay really spray delay and then for 15 percent off the voucher is sap 15 sap 15 so you can get 15 percent off i'll put all the info in the description we're going to be talking about this product for the next couple months um yeah and it's i don't know i i think you know there it's a bestseller on amazon it's created by urologists it's i, I talked to the owner of the company it's, it's very interesting it's very because it's not just some topical spray it doesn't just numb your dick like i've you like i've used it you still fit you still have sex you still finish you're not just like like you know some drunk guy leaving a bar just knocking over shit it does right, but right. it is so so it's you know we've we've received um boxes of sex toys and other products from companies that like you know they know our podcast the sex actually podcast so they know the sap they've 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 googled podcasts and they send us stuff and it's like there's the only thing they've ever sent the only product ever that has been sent for men has been someone sent me a cock ring once and and then this so like, there aren't many options for guys we have a dick so it's like that's all like women like the fucking industry behind female sex toys so like if a woman can spend 150 bucks on a vibrator it's like this is a deal yeah exactly, <laughs> this is a deal. exactly. and if and why spend if the, you know 13 minute gap i think we said why spend all our efforts on bringing the woman's time down let's yeah. exactly why not meet them halfway bring our time up yeah that's yes. what you gotta do you gotta you gotta buy stars you gotta get wayne perkins special 
Yeah, uh, let the That's numbing cream run. <laughs> get that going on in the background. You could that, or just put the podcast on loop. You can put this episode on, and then and you know have a few sprays. But the the, the most important thing is that yeah, it's not something that that, that transfer. You gotta you let like uh, what is it? There's directions on the site, but you like let it soak in for a few minutes. I sound like an old dad. I'm like you gotta read the directions on the site. But it says um you know it's apply three or more sprays, not to exceed ten. Let me tell you something. I I threw some sprays down when I, when I was like when I, I was like a guy like a pure allergy. Just like home alone, just like here we go. Um, but anyway, so promescent. Solid. Enjoy your enjoy. Your <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, I probably. I, I mean, I, I'll, I'll give it a shot. I think I probably needed it more when I was, you know, eighteen. Younger. But That's yeah, a yeah, problem. I can't imagine. I don't even know. I don't even know how I made it through my, like the or my early years of of date because it's the pressure on the guy to like not be a two pump chump. Right, because that's right. what there's a two pump chump. That's what the and it's like, yeah. But you you grow up your whole life jerking off, and you're not jerking off to like edge. Usually guys are jerking off to like get it out of the way. You know what I mean? That's I mean not always, but you know you're. I feel like you're a, if you're a guy who's like jerking off for two hours just to like prolong your orgasm, you're kind of a psycho. But so like we yeah, train I mean, ourselves. I guess it's training, but yeah, it's kind of crazy. It yeah. is training, but like we we do train ourselves in the opposite way. Where like if a guy hasn't gotten laid in a while, he's excited. Like if like if, say you get a Tinder date, you're excited to meet this this girl. Or, or or even even worse is you know you're gonna have sex because then you have that emotional foreplay happening right you have that like f- that that like mental foreplay imagining and like just ready to go excited. and then you get all excited and then boom you're done and then you need to explain to the chick why the condoms di- you know uh, doesn't work and yeah and because you don't want to tell her you're finished so you know what I mean every guy's had that <laughs> we're like oh I gotta get a new condom honey this thing's it's not working and right, then you right. sneak off for 15 minutes and you're like in the mirror looking at yourself like just throwing some cold water on your face like don't do this to me Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing that women just won't understand. You just won't understand. Oh man, Dwayne, you're a good first guest for this because clearly you don't have issues with your um your climax control. No, no, I mean um, I'm not afraid to talk about my issues here. Yeah, I, I've, I'm, <laughs> I'm not saying I've never had that issue. It's just. Uh, it's not like a first and foremost thing, but I think it can help. Yeah. We've got we've got a box. Yeah, we've got a box of like because we've we've passed out so many hundreds of dollars worth of sex toys that have been given to us from these companies. Right. And then you know and then but you know Tasha you know like she's like well, that one's not getting passed out. <laughs> that she, you know so she, we've great. got so that's we've got great. this little like arsenal which is funny because uh, she's blushing not saying anything right now. We're not just listening. We're not. We're it's easier to tell a story about like love and or heartbreak. It's hard to talk about things that are like kind of on the intimate side, but. People People that are listening, we have a, I can't say her name. We have a new listener who she's, well, she started listening in November. She wrote in this week and she's, she went back to the beginning and listened to all of the episodes. Oh, nice. And she said, she, she thinks her, she said her coworkers think she's crazy because she'll listen at work and just laugh you know, in her headphones. And that's what I love about podcasts is that it's an intimate thing. People, we're, we're not, uh, no one's playing us on their JBL at the work site. Or if you are, good. <laughs> right, right. Uh, like, yeah, that's pretty cool, actually. Like, the, <laughs> my favorite podcast I listen to, I'm like, I can't put them on the JBL. I got to like go in the ears because I'm like, if anyone walks by and hears what I'm listening to, they're going to be like, what the fuck's wrong with that guy? But that's the whole point is that it's like a fucking real conversation, you know? Anyway, so we're moving on. That's promescent. And, um, 20 sprays. Enjoy. Uh, <laughs> uh, so or what else can we talk about here? So, so uh, oh, you know what I wanted to ask you? Um, we, we talk a lot about love languages on yes. the podcast. Are you familiar with your love language? Um, you know, I have a friend who introduced me to this topic. I feel like it's, if, let me just make sure I'm, I'm talking the same language as you are. It's sort of like what, what you value, right? So is it like yeah. gifts? Is it attention? Is it? Exactly. The five love languages are words of affirmation, mm-hmm. Gifts, um, acts of service. What am I missing, Dave? Physical touch and. Do you say affirmations? 
That's I think my affirmations. Job. See, she didn't even say no. Mine. I said word. Yeah, and I did yes, words did. of affirmation. So gifts, physical touch, words of affirmation, quality time. Quality time is what I missed, and and. Well, we had four before, right? Yeah, so now we forgot one again. Yeah. We'll figure it <laughs> out. Let's do, let's do it again. Let's do it again. So, words of affirmation. Uh huh. Quality time. Yes. Gifts. Yes. Um, acts of service. Yes, and physical touch. Physical Bingo. touch. Bingo! Yeah. There we okay, go. Okay, okay, okay. And it's and we look and it's they say love well, so it's we look at it in like as a visual of like what is it, like your savings account of love? How do right, you right. how do you what do you need to feel? Well, good? it's how you give and receive love, like most innately right you're mm. no, like for me what do you think my like way that i show love is? you show you show love by taking my love <laughs> she's, va- she's a vampire but how do you like show dave, love dave receives he loves words of affirmation all i like want compliments Don't he needs compliments time. touch i like That's- touch too and and i and i and i neglect touch tasha i neglect it because because the words of affirmation are important to me, but so is like, you know what I mean? Yeah, so it's, like, it's not like you only have one. You like have a mix, but like what's your first and foremost? And like uh, for me, it's not my nature to speak words of affirmation because it's not my, it's not the number one priority for me to receive. Right. I like quality time. I like gifts, you know, like the, the things that are higher on my list are the ways that I express love. So I have to be sure that I'm also expressing love in the way that he likes to receive but even it. If you don't so like look at it this way i i need to receive affirmations i just need it and by the way it's so funny because people write in and they go dave we love you so much it's like look okay you don't have to treat me like an asshole <laughs> but i'm saying like if i have a stand-up set Dwayne, and, and then we drive home and she didn't say a hey, good good bit oh that's right? brutal yeah. brutal that's and brutal. she'll do that and she doesn't know and, and we've right, gotten right. in fights over i'm like what the fuck honey but to her she's like what man i went to the show and say like, i yeah. saw 15 other people tell you good set i'm not gonna like right. you know right, right. i'd yeah, she hasn't told me good. You didn't. I had to like beg her to watch that the posers, the the um the the sketch that I made. Like I had to be like, J- like I made this. What do you think of it? Come That's on. Good. <laughs> <She> <laughs> was, yeah, it was good. What do you need from me? It's like she's unwilling to give me the thing I need because she not thinks it's unwilling, going to my head. Unwilling. It's just not my. But, but look at this way. Imagine, way imagine if I'm deaf. Right. You don't know how to do sign language. You need to learn how to say hello to me. Right, sign language. Right, you right. need. I know you don't need to do it for yourself, but you. And so that's what it is. But you know, so, like, like I don't know if you've been to England, and I haven't been in a while. But like, you, it would be tough for you there. Like they don't. Yeah. There's no complimenting over there. You yeah. know what I mean? Because everything is. Yeah. Subdued. Even the way that they compliment is like negs. Exactly. You know, exactly, they like joke. Yeah. They like pick too. on people. Yeah. But as like a way of showing love. Right. Like when you do comedy in England, like that's the first lesson I learned because you know they were like what do you want me to say and they shouldn't even ask but you know I'm like oh tell them I've been I've done this I've done that and they're like really you want to do that because if, if they say that the crowd is like oh this guy thinks he's hot shit and they like yeah. cross their arms so it's you just have to be like oh this is a funny guy give it up for blah 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 but as soon as they start Listing, credits. listing off your credits, yeah. which is an American thing to do. Yeah, you're they, right. They think you're bragging, but you know it's, it's so it's so important for us to like. I don't know. So like, my, like we were talking before the podcast, Jay Hollingsworth, a friend of ours, he's been on the podcast a bunch. I know Jay. Yep, yeah. Jay. So so we were, he's from, he, his dad is from in Portland, Oregon and we were up there. Jay's an older guy. His dad's in his 80s now. We go to his dad's house. Jay's kind of like giving him a hug but kind of that rough and tumble way. His right, dad's right. getting older. He, heard, he like pulled something. He, he's not moving well. It's like, in his dad like played for the Patriots in the 50s. Like this dude oh, was wow. like a big guy. Yeah. He's like my height now but he was like 6'5". Like he's Are like, you serious? You know, you just get older, he's just like, 
Right. So he's like still in great shape for an eight year old, but like he's not, you know, and I think Jay was aware of that, that it's like, Jesus Christ. So, so Jay's like, love you, dad, blah, blah, blah. And the dad's like, ah, you know, you know, the dad's completely deflecting and like right, whatever. Right. And then we leave and I'm just watching this and I'm, they're like, they're reminiscing. They're looking at um, some old, old like memorabilia together. And I took a photo, but like I, f- I forgot the flash was on. So like I tried to take a, po- <laughs> a photo of them, but not for me. I just wanted to give it to Jay later. Be like, that was really special. I didn't grow up my dad. You know what right, I mean? So like right. for me to see this and be like, well, this is really cool cool like they're having a moment they're two grown men one's on the way out and they're having this moment and then and then we we you know we leave and then jay gets a phone call less than three minutes later and it's his dad telling jay how much how proud he was of him wow and it was like i'm i got teary-eyed thinking about it because it was his dad saying i'm so proud that you're living your dream and you're doing all these things and it's like that's what you so even though the dad couldn't like say it in person it was just as valuable that he needed he needed jay to be driving away to say how he felt and that's how it is with so many of our parents and our that's how it is with so many situations where it's like we're afraid to say and like for father's day we did it where like i called my dad last year and it was heartfelt and we you know put it on air and then my buddy channing this year called his dad it was super awkward because the dad wasn't ready for it but then it's like but that's uh, but that's just a thing like dads deflect they do they're from a different generation they're not comfortable talking about their feelings they haven't done the sort of practice that like the younger generation yeah and god bless you tasha but you haven't been able to call your dad no and i've thought about it like four times since then i I need to call my dad and tell him this story what story the story that I told on air about the he like stayed up the night before helping me make a costume for the school play oh, because wow. I forgot about my whole family has always been so busy and like we right, just right, for, right. like forgot that like the next day was the school Whoa. play and I was supposed to be a bee <laughs> and so he like stayed up <laughs> at night call him now Tasha it's never me. too late call him now that's she really gets, cool that's no really but cool. it's, it's it, now could you talk to your do you have family can you talk to them um, that way it's not I, easy I can um, I lost my father when I was 19 and it's interesting um, because I'm so much, I think I have a, it's weird. Like you think when you're a kid, you think I got this from my mom. I got this from my dad. Like you kind of have a, and then you get older, you know, whoa, and I got this from my mom and I got this from my dad. It, it kind of changes. Right. So I think my father and I would have been really good friends, you know, if he was alive. I think we were not. We were good father and son, but not great for the some of the same reasons, right. you know? Well, and also when you're younger, like, I feel like it takes getting older to really have, oh, like, yes. empathy for your parents and understand Absolutely. that they're just doing the best that they can. And for them to also treat you like an adult because right. your parents will treat you like a kid until you're exactly, 40. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and for, 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 my, for me, it's like, the thing is, too, you get to an age where you... You know, like I'm older than my father was when he died. It's crazy. You know what I mean? It's and crazy. I, and I always, that was like, like it wasn't marked on my calendar, but mentally I'm like, I'm like, will I live to be older than my father lived? And then, then I got there and I'm like, oh shit, I'm officially older than he. And you probably he thought he was this old man who knew everything. Right. And I'm like, well, he was just. Like, I don't know anything yeah, right now. Yeah, you don't you think know? of yourself as old. <laughs> and that's what it is. Aging is like looking behind the Wizard of Oz curtain. And you go, oh, right. you were pulling levers. You don't know what you're doing back there. Right, right. And you did the best you could. And I think that's important is to know, like, I'm doing the best I can. So I have to imagine my dad 
did the best he could. Right. My right. dad also died when I well I was it was I was um in mid mid to late twenties, but I never really knew him. Right. And in but I still was like this guy was a Vietnam vet. He did the best he could. He was fucked. Right. You know what I mean? Right. The more you read about the fucking Agent Orange, I mean that was his cause of death. It was Agent Orange 40, Whoa. 50 years after. You know what I mean? That's Monsanto created this shit to wow. to kill forests right. so they could murder the Vietnamese. I mean that's fucking nuts. So like right. sorry, like it's okay that he on his deathbed was able to be like you know. So, like I love everyone I did the best I could and we all like supported that and so like he got to that finish line through right, people right. carrying him there it might not have been the most graceful way right. but like you just ima- you just realize like even Tasha your parents they're doing the best they can Tasha yeah, like yesterday was mentioning how stubborn her dad was and I was like oh right, geez right. surprise yeah. <laughs> you're the most stubborn person <laughs> I've ever surprised because if you're like 20 if you're like uh, 30s 40s you know what I mean and you still have um, childhood issues okay we get it it's it's sort of a long lasting thing, it's a but process. but when you think about you're forty and you're like my mom did this, my dad did this, and you're like wait they were they were like twenty two, yeah, you know they were like twenty five, twenty six, and you're like without the internet, without all these agencies right, to help right, exactly. understand yeah, how to yeah without do, the stigma like with stigma attached to therapy right, and right, like you exactly, know I used exactly. to do this bit I wanted to bring it back I, I'm not going to do it here but like my dad my stepdad would. He hugs, but he'll pat you. He has to pat you when he hugs right, you. Right, right. We're, we're the type. We'll hug you. We'll, right. we'll grab, grab each other as deltoids. Oh, you've been working out. We'll get real gay on right, each other. Right, right. But them, they're just like, oh, no. Okay, no, that's, yeah, that's <laughs> good. That's, that's, that's just, a, all right. He's a TSA agent. He's all just right, like, spread them. Come on. Yeah, yeah. What, do you got? what are you packing? And it's like, they just couldn't. But like his dad was a World War II vet that probably shook his hand. That was the probably closest love he ever got. Right, right. So it's like. You just have to work with what they got, and like Tasha's parents, you know, like I, when I when I met Tasha's mom, I was like, I'm gonna give her a big hug in the airport. When you go meet her, I'm gonna give her a hug. Right. And Tasha's like, Ah, my family doesn't hug. I was like, Oh, I do. And then we show up, and I was like, I just stuck my hand out. Nice to meet you. How are you? And I just like showed her my resume. Like, That's it's, great. It's, yeah, I mean, and like when uh, I remember when my father passed, my uh, grandmother broke the news to me, and my my aunt Amy was there, and like she said something that. I, I've, I've, it, it'll like, it'll just stay in my mind because she said, she said, uh, your father, she said his name. She said he knew you were better than him, and I was like, whoa. And I, so, so now I'm like, did she just as a, this, just her just sort of reading the tea leaves, or did he literally say this to her at some point? And I think it's, it's all this stuff. It's like he's the new. He knew I was sort of the 2.0 version of him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And well, that's your goal as a parent, right? Exactly, is to right, raise right. kids better than you. Right, you right. know. And the way I look at it with how we, you know, because that, that's the thing with this. That's one of the reasons we kind of rebranded the podcast called the SAP rather than just Sex Actually Podcast because it's like the real thing people care about is it's the emotional connections. And by the way, I know we haven't talked about your love language, Tasha. Okay, we just stole the ball. I'm you. thinking about it. Yeah, though, yes, I, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm about giving it, yes, you time yes. to just steep yes. in that. But it's like I look at it like a video game. It's like if we don't solve our problems, our hangups our insecurities, we're going to keep facing them till we solve that level. Right, There's other right. things the to whole, unearth. That's the like, concept of nirvana, too, is like that you keep living, or like reincarnation, is that you keep living your lives until you figure it out. Right. And like, if you don't get it right in this life, you're going to have to do this level and we're again. All, we're all and like, fucked. we're just right, trying right. to just, get through it. Just, just as a cat. No, yeah. just <laughs> I was talking, I think, on the private Patreon episode, people, you got to listen if you haven't already. We got the Patreon's kicking ass. But I was, I was talking about that on how like, how Tasha, how I, 
I took an Uber to the airport. I had to go to the airport like at a 6 a.m. flight. So I was like, I'm never, there's no way I'm going to ask Tasha to drive me to the airport. But if Tasha asked me to drive her to the airport, I would not be able to say no. My guilt, my love, I would not be able to say no to you. I would, Giving Tree, and that's why like our logo yeah, is I'm, the Giving Tree wrapped up. It's like, I will cut myself down to a stump just to give you the shade. And you know, and I'm going to be barren. And that's just like, that's, I don't know if that's a good thing, but more like a flaw where I'm like, I just want the world around me to be a happy place. Right, so it's right. like, that's my burden I'm dealing with. Whereas other people might have like, they're, they're, they're everything, everything's they're jealous or pessimist. Mine's like, no, I just like, whenever Tasha's got an issue, I just absorb the pain. You know what I mean? I don't know. I'm not trying to make that sound like it's a good thing because I don't think it is. Like, I, no, I, it's I, definitely not. The moral of the giving tree is the end of the story is very sad. Oh, what's the end of the story? He's just a stump. Oh, I see. He keeps like giving away ah, everything, and then he's just a stump. And he said, "Please, old man, just sit on me." And then he sits on the stump. But actually, that shows him that even as a stump, he was able to provide for the old man. It's a very sad. I read it to my <laughs> brother my uh, years ago. I got it for him for Christmas, and he was like five, so he had no. Uh, he had uh, my brother's eighteen years younger than me, so he had right. no idea. So I'm like, I'm in, I'm, I'm in my drinking years of Christmas, where you're with the family, just getting wasted off of like spiced eggnog, right. and I'm reading him, my my brother Jack, the Giving Tree, just breaking down crying. <laughs> that really is a sad. But it, but the story is with it in like our logo, um, is the intertwined. It's the intertwinedness of the tree, like we're like you can coexist as vines together and grow upwards and not overshadow each other and once in a while i'll overshadow tasha with my own like ego and self-driven nature where she goes what about my shit that i want to do and i go oh yeah, yeah but just so you know i'm trying to pursue my life hard because so i can provide for us so right, even when right. she thinks that i'm just like only care about myself it's like you you are in the dna of what i'm trying to do yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, but I have absolutely. to remember th- to then also water her plants, and that's absolutely, the hard thing absolutely. as a comic absolutely. to care about somebody else. But like, like when I told you I wrote an, an entourage spec, which I'm really good at producing content, not always good at promoting it and getting it out there to people. But the, like the reason why I even started like really taking writing seriously was because um, the girl I was dating at the time, and not only her but any girl I dated. Uh, from that point to now to the future, it was like, well, if I've been out of the job market for so long and I'm a, I'm stand up comic, I can make a living doing that, no problem. Um, well, usually no problem. It's up and down, right? Sure. But like, but I need some- to, yeah, I need to stay off the road. If like, if I'm if I'm with a girl, I need to be home. So how yeah, can especially I be- in the beginning stages of a relationship yeah, when yeah. you're just trying to build. If you're on the road every weekend, yeah, and that's been a problem in my life. So if I'm going to be with a, a girl, any girl. Um, how can I be off the road? So see the, there's no way you can make enough money doing stand up in LA at least. So either move to a place where you can do that or get a regular job or get a writing job. And stand up. So that's why I, that's like that. When you're talking about being in a DNA writing it was the, without even knowing, you know, it was for that girl I was dating, but for any girl, they're in the DNA of that writing because I do that so I can it's be a home with base. them so that you can provide the for them so that they can have some security yeah, yeah. and not be on the road all, all, yeah. all the time. Yeah. yeah. And, and I feel like no matter where you live, if you want to just make your living as a comic, you do have to be on the road. And I, the way I look at it, the, the way kind of I digest the lifestyle is that like right now I probably work 40 hours a week on my side jobs. Right. So it's like, well, I don't. I don't think the issue for me is like being on the is going to be being on the road too much because there'll be a plenty of off time if you are doing weekends away. It's like right now. It's like I mean I have the wor- the worst of both sides where I've got <laughs> oh, full time side gigs yeah. that uh, that aren't like you know that I'm trying to just you know 
teach myself to not be limited to just that. And, 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 you know, in the, the, the phrase I've been saying is like, stop renting out my time and all side mm. gigs do is you're renting out your time. Right, so like, I had a right. buddy the other day who asked me to like help him make something for 20 bucks. I was like, I can't do it. I, I don't have the time to do your shit for 20 bucks. Right, right, I got to right. invest in my own stuff. Uh, I got And that's what the podcast is. That's what stand up is. That's what writing is. You're investing in your own thing that you can then sell. Right. And that's like all we can do. And, and, and anyway, I don't know. I was kind no. of like talking into a dead end there. But I do, no, but, but I do like that that in the DNA thing. And, and it's good to communicate that. And sometimes I do um, communicate. Because uh, sometimes I get I get pushback. Uh, like one girl I see, she's like, um, she works really hard, right? And so her thing is I need to travel when I'm not working. And I'm, I'm, and I'm always give a pushback because that's a big expense, you know? Yeah. And then it's then it becomes, but you travel. But I'm like, I travel for work. But it's like, yeah, but you go wherever you want, whenever you want. And I'm like, but I get paid. <laughs> I come back with money. And, but and also, can you find a way to make that work? Like, if she wants to go someplace, um, like just somewhat. message a club and be like, can I do a set so that you feel like you're working? When even this if podcast you're not episode a ton of money? blows up, right, you'll be right. able to do that. But well, that's, I think, that's the key. That's what you're searching for. I think it's a thing of like, it's when people are trying to find a happy medium, this is where the the math logic side of me comes in where it's like um, you can talk in circles if you're talking about something that's not measurable, right? Not everything is measurable, but how can we measure it? You know, so like you want to travel, that's fine. What do you think is a adequate amount of trips to take? Because this is all under the guise of I'm trying to save money to get a house or a condo. So if, if that wasn't there, there would be no limitation. The limitation is is sort of like self-imposed because if that's your goal, then this thing is counter to that goal. Yeah, because if you're going to live a life of constant travel, you don't need a home base. <laughs> right, 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 You know, right. like we can be you kinda, Airbnb everywhere you go right, feel like or comics, live in like a Airstream or something. Exactly. We can be pretty frugal because we like we don't need much. Like when I was on the road with Jay, we stayed in a fucking roadkill hotel, like roadway Absolutely. in. It was Absolutely. horrible. But when, like when I brought Tasha to San Francisco for gigs, we think if we made to pay like 300 bucks for that hotel room one night you know, because I you actually, wouldn't have stayed in the shit hotel. Yesterday, something happened with my mail and the receipt from that popped up and i was like did he just book a trip to san francisco is he trying to surprise me because sometimes like his receipts come in my email and then i realized it was from last year that was a nice hotel it was a nice hotel but it was still such a ripoff i was like i made no money doing that gig we drove i mean it was obviously like a quick weekend thing yeah Yeah. but so it's just quantifiable like uh, like and i think that's the thing is is talk it out but get to that point where what can we agree on and you know, what can we agree? Yeah, way to put it, Tasha and I, yes. we a lot of times we'll lead with, you know, it's almost like when you have an engine failure in the car, you don't realize something's wrong till it blows up. And we'll have that way where like, we're, it'll be like we're past due on a vacation. But for me, it's like my family never vacationed, never, never, right, never. Right. Tasha's family always vacations. They they they're very good about like exploring and doing all that. And so I'm in the same boat as you, where it's like, no, I want to travel for gigs. And I, so I, I kind of scratched that itch through the gigs. But with Tasha, she's right, like, right. I want to explore things. I want to live life. And I have to remember to go, okay, it sounds, it feels high maintenance to me, Tasha, <laughs> that you want to go to Greece. But in the end, we, we, we went to Colombia. We didn't go to Greece, but we, we, we negotiated to go to Colombia. And, and, and it was a great trip. And we should do that. We should do something like fun like that every year. It's just hard for me because that doesn't, 
quality time and traveling. That's that wasn't that wasn't what I needed, you right, know. Right, and I'm just right. in this rat race where we get so hyper focused. So it's the it's good to have a significant other with different values because you have to learn to kind of like right. appreciate both. And I think for Tasha, you have to learn maybe, to not judge me that like I'm very hardworking and driven because yeah. But also like maybe you don't know what you need because like think about how burnt out you feel when you're just running at full right, speed right. every day on stuff your battery again um that like is like you're you just are in overdrive trying to like achieve goals and these goals don't get achieved quickly it's a marathon not a sprint so you have to remember to stop and refresh but and you like know what, think like, about how refreshed we felt just after our little weekend getaway it was like our first weekend off in months right, right. so we went out to palm springs nice. and like we literally just laid by the pool and ate that's all we did right, right. but it was so refreshing for right, our right. souls to I, not be in the grind no, i think that's right i just think it's a matter of that what's what's what works what and i think um the struggle i have sometimes is and i think it's a i don't know maybe a red flag when you can't move the conversation along to a number not that the number is going to be right these things aren't exactly quantifiable like how often do you need to unwind or need to right you don't know but you can say you can just sort of spitball it and say Maybe once a year, twice a year, whatever it is, once a quarter, whatever it is. And I think for me, it's um, just getting to that number and then doing it. And then afterwards saying, okay, that was not enough. That was too right. much. It's like you when know. you set a budget. Right, when you first right. start budgeting, you're like, how much do we spend a month on groceries? I don't know. You like look at your receipts that are in your purse. or like, oh, it looks like we spent $700 <laughs> right. on groceries last month. <laughs> right. Maybe we should start out at $650. And if we can meet that goal, then maybe the next month we try $600. And it's right. like you just have to trial and error it and until you, you find out what that sweet These are honest is. conversations we need to have because even for like Christmas, like this past year, I think we went to Kentucky for like 14 days mm-hmm. and like I, like I said I gained fucking 20 pounds and I didn't gain that because I love eating food I gained it out of boredom and like just there's nothing to do there we're sitting in a hot tub. I'm eating. I'm farting. Right. There's dairy. I'm eating too much cheese. There's a whole thing, and it's like, well, you're allowed to say no to cookies and cheese. No, you're not. I'm eating a cookie right now. Can you right, hear that? Right. I'm chewing a cookie. I'd love cheese right now. But the point is, is like, yeah, it's it all comes down to communication. So like, uh, we got to we got to we're we're approaching an hour. Oh, right? Love Actually, language. I don't know. So I want to talk about yeah, your yeah, love yeah, language. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can say this for a fact. Okay, it is not touch, <laughs> but I don't mind being touched, and I like touching. But touching for me is sort of like a communication thing. You know, like if we're somewhere and I touch your shoulder, then I say something to you because I want to make sure I have your attention and yeah. I say it. But if like, if if I'm with a girl and we're just watching Netflix, like I don't need her to touch me, you know? And if she does touch me, she can just lay on me. I don't like movement. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you would find it distracting if she was like rubbing your shoulder. Yeah, or like tracing her. I don't like her. Like, if she, if she did like a head rub. Oh no, my gosh. no, not when I'm not when my attention is somewhere else. Okay, you know what I mean. And but I like touch. But touch is like a ramp to uh, physical intimacy usually. Um, so yeah, like touch. You know, hand on a leg, on a shoulder, say something. We 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 connect. Okay, so we're knocking that one off. So yeah. it's not touch. Yeah, it's not. It's not like frivolous touch. Got I think you. it's um. Probably service, the acts of service is probably big for me. Any small things, though. Anything that can help me. Cause like like you said, cooking dinner when you are getting like that, home. Stuff like, because like as you two, two guys are busy people, right? Anything that sort of like 
isn't it like the best feeling in the world when something you thought you had to do gets done? Yeah. yeah. And, and then you don't have to do it anymore. For me, yeah. it's not the actual work. It's the idea that, oh, she she thought about doing this and she actually put some things together. Right, she burnt the right. fucking pan, but that's okay. <laughs> I don't care. You know, she always burns the pan. Let me tell yeah. you. <laughs> Burn that pan. Crusty. <laughs> Crusty broccoli. <laughs> and definitely, I think the, the positive words of affirmation are big. Um, quality time is big, but it's... It's give and take because I know sometimes my time is limited. So I can't really, uh, that can't be one of my things because if it was, I'd be more available. And you wouldn't know it's your thing unless the other person gave you zero of it. So for like right, Tasha needs right. enough quality time where we, if, if, if she didn't get enough, we're already fighting before I didn't get enough. You know what I mean? Like it's already, I'm already aware of it. Today we're going to go do some things. Do some cool, Like we're always, my bottleneck, what I need is so little for quality time that we're always maxed out on that. <laughs> right, <laughs> I mean, right, that's fine. Right. But it's like, I, and I give Tasha a ton of compliments. I, that, like, like I said, as a pretty woman, I don't think she needs compliments. I don't think right, she. I don't right. think they affect her. I can be like, "Baby, you look so gorgeous." I don't. I mean, I maybe a real specific compliment. You would. You, it doesn't do the same thing. The other day, I took a selfie, and she goes, "Baby, you look sexy," and I was like, "Fuck yeah, I do!" Right, like I was right, like riding right. on that high. <laughs> yeah. I needed that. I didn't ask for it. You gave that to me, and I appreciate that, Tasha. But that's not like a normal. I don't need you to just say, "Babe, you look sexy every day." It's like just a unique little. Yeah, thing. that's the the thing about compliments is they're always best when they sort of surprise you a little bit. Right, it's about right. something a little bit unexpected. And they're like free. somebody shouting nice ass. Uh, you know, uh, I don't need that. Right, right. But that's but, not unexpected. But isn't it interesting? Uh, like, like with me, I've had people tell me you're not um, affectionate, right? But then other people think I am, and I've had people say you never compliment me. And other people say, oh, you're great with compliments. And I'm like, who am I, some Jekyll and Hyde? Or these people, <laughs> do they process it differently? Because I know um, the girl I see, I compliment her, and it always seems like a surprise. So she's always like, oh, really? Oh, like. So it, means, it must mean a lot to her then to receive that. Yeah, but I'm, then I go, is it that rare that you'd have to sort of like shed a light on it instead of just saying thank you you know yeah so i'm like should i do it more should i should i do it less if you're gonna make such a big deal of it you know i don't know yeah, yeah, maybe it's like she it's one of those things where she didn't realize it was her love language you know like right, maybe right. she just like she didn't realize that it was important to her but maybe it's maybe it's like third on the list right. and my compliments are very like they're very accurate like you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't. I don't shower Specific people with things. Yeah. But here's the yeah. thing: these lo the love language well was poorly designed because it's small mm. and it and it evaporates quickly. <laughs> so there's no like storage oh, that's, containers. That's super interesting. There's no gutter system. Right. There's no water runoff. It's, it's a it's fucking like a, well. It's it, like short term memory kind of thing. Short term. Yeah, yeah. So it's like in but like what when we give at least in this is my Catholic upbringing when I give you you log it yeah I gave you that I gave you that time I gave you this so it's like when then when, when if like Tasha's well is dry, I go, you fucking kidding me? I made you dinner four out of five nights. And then all of a sudden I'm like, you know what I mean? It's like right, just right. making it worse. But in my head, I'm like keeping tally. And I think we all keep tally. I think, I think it's natural to like be a little resentful if you feel like you're right, giving right. and not receiving. Well, I know we got to go soon, but here's the issue, I think. And I'm so glad you said that. It's such an interesting concept. Is what makes the well dry? What makes the well evaporate? And me and my friend, we always talk about this. I feel like it's like... It's like outside influences. It's society. It's it's just sort of like Bingo. this thing telling you you're not happy because their whole thing is commerce. And so they're going to promote that this thing makes you happy, that thing makes you happy. So 
you don't take stock of what really makes you happy. You know, like you said, maybe she doesn't know what her language is. And if you let other people tell you what what's what's your happiness, it's going to be something that comes with the price tag. And every yeah. time you look at your Instagram, you're just taking a bucket of water and throwing uh, it out of your well. Absolutely. And we've been reading this book called Perfection Detox. We're guilty of only having read the first chapter. It's a slow process. <laughs> right, right, right. But I do know some of our listeners have already picked it up. We should, we, you know, we're not getting any money off of this, but we should. And I know the author listened. And um, anyway, uh, she's going to come on the podcast eventually when we run into her. Nice. But the the first the first topic was really about rumination and ruminating on the negative. And and that's that's when you talk about what what depletes the love well it's ruminating on the negative my triggers are looking at show flyers and seeing all the comics that or looking at the just for laughs lineup in montreal like why do i fucking care who got in just for laughs that doesn't dictate my happiness yet i'm going that guy got it that chick got it she's only done it for two years that means i'm seven years behind that blah 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 blah. and meanwhile all i'm doing is pissing in my love well i'm just soiling the water that i that i need to keep me happy and like nourished Right, and, and, right. and the more I learn that, the more I go, okay, maybe when I'm at work at my side gig, don't be scrolling through Instagram because that's highlighting the Yeah, the, you need to know what your triggers are. It's not That's not my lane. And right, so that's my trigger. Right. And I, I don't know, Tasha, you know, we talk about sometimes, you know, so, some of the times that we've really gotten into some shit, uh, two, two different things. One, when you're not get booking much work because you're at home ruminating and that's true <laughs> when Tasha's working she has a purpose this and that and with you know with the career of modeling sometimes you don't know when the work's coming obviously like comedy mm-hmm. with comedy we can still do a mic we can still get up we can kind of be proactive and, and when you're an actor or you're on the side of answering the phone call sometimes you can just ruminate in the negative when it's not there the other thing was like when we would invite a guest over we would fight before the guest would come and it was because what Tasha needed to prepare a a calm serene home was way more than what I needed I'm a guy I just right, turn the lights right, on right, right. Hot, you know like get the dust bunnies he in the corner he doesn't care if his socks are all over right. the place just, it's just not my thing but I've learned like let's avoid tra- Tasha's trigger so I woke up an hour before her and I like did the things I can do before we need to do like the final touches and then the byproduct is we get a clean home she's happy I'm happy and it's like we've it's like about filling up nice, each other's love well. Peaceful morning. But again, all I wish right. is that we had more of a storage supply in these fucking wells. I just wish we could put some of that like black duct well, tape they put on it, the water like, seal. There's a little bit of a sprinkle every day, you know? That's drought true. True. is going to dry up that well and drought happens when we're like too busy to mm. be paying attention to each other. I think that's something that happens a lot in long-term relationships. In a new relationship, you're still excited, you're still dating, you're checking in with each other right, all the right, time, right. you're making plans for dates. There's a lot of attention paid in a new relationship, but in a long-term relationship it sort of becomes like a given that they'll be home when i get there and that'll be the time so you're at the bottom of the pile when it comes to priorities and work and everything else but i think too is like we have to redefine uh present is present right future is future i think we have to redefine past i think we um lump all past together right and past is like literally from a second ago to like the Your big, birth. when man first stood up, right? Yeah. <laughs> but like, but really, if we're talking like we should talk past as in recent and distant. So like, if if we did something really cool a month ago, that's not like oh fuck, when was that? You know, what I mean? that was that's recent. Yeah, relatively speaking, right? And if you look at crime, uh, if you commit a crime other than murder, um, some other ones. Seven years they have. They have seven years statute to yeah to to get catch you for it, and if after that you're free. So 
if a crime stays on your books only seven years, right? Or for seven years, how long should a good deed stay on the books, right? Yeah. At least a month, right? Not only a good deed, but how long, like, even when it comes to self-flagellation, self-hatred, like, don't hate you for your missed op, don't hate yourself for your missed opportunities or the way you treated someone in the past. Like, you know, it's it's easy to say, it's easier said than done, but like, be better today than you were yesterday, you know? And then in a relationship, like, like, Tasha, I can't, like, we've, we've put on five years and plus now, and like, I'm just trying to be a better guy, be more communicative now than I was yesterday. I don't want to be judged for the sum of those five years. I think we have grown a lot. You know what I mean? But again, like we all, you know, I'm not saying like just punch your wife and then wait three years and it goes away. It's like, we still, we, you can't judge the other person for harboring whatever sort of like, but uh, remember the good and the bad and, and don't, uh, that's the part, the hard thing. Cause some people, remember things better than they were some people remember things worse than they were and it's really a challenge to remember things as they were yeah and that's that's why we, we record our sets because you know dave when you listen to a set when you're on stage one thing is happening and you think that's what happened and you listen to it you're like oh right? yeah like it's never as bad as you thought never as good as you thought exactly and i think i think um I know it's just hard to calibrate yourself. I didn't mean to cut you off. But no, no, it's hard no. To calibrate. We, we, had we the talked same. about that in the perfection detox about just like being honest, like putting it. There's like a whole thing. We talked about it on that episode where we were reading a couple excerpts that like frame it as it really is. Like see right, the truth. Right. Don't make it out as worse. You know, because that's a lot of people's habit when it comes to whatever, right. when you're ruminating. It's like, look at it through the lens of truth, not like a skewed lens. And, right. we, and no one's no one's har, har, as harsh as our, as our own self, right. as our own critic right. of ourself. Exactly. Tasha's the same way when you look at yourself and you're trying to edit a photo. You're like this fucking asshole. You're talking to yourself. Like, no, you would never let anyone talk to yourself that way. The way yeah. you talk to yourself. Same way. I, I the, the the weekend in Portland, I was like, Jesus Christ, these fucking shows, man. I was like, they just did not go the way I wanted. It's like, I was opening up the shows. I was performing in front of people ordering daiquiris. And here I am. It's like, give myself some fucking credit. I'm seeing so hard, but so much pressure on the self to be like, just release it. So anyway, audience out there, just release it. Let it out. Dwayne, let it out. Tasha, yes, let it yes. out. We got to go. So Dwayne, uh, your Instagram is at Dwayne Perkins, D-W-A-Y-N-E Perkins, P-E-R-K-I-N-S. Um, what else can I say? You got you co-host a movie night podcast, which I did uh, with T.K. Kelly. I did the um, episode where it was Back to the Future 2, or was it just the original? Maybe it was just it the, was original. the original. It was the yeah, original. Yeah, I think My it was bad. original. We got to have you back, too. Yeah, I, that was, it was a blast. And if, t- you should have Tasha on. What's your, oh, Tasha, what's your movie? I'm not to book your show. Sorry. Oh, no, we would love to. We would love <laughs> to. What, what movie would what's you be good at like reviewing? At talking about or like a rewatching movie? and then like discussing. I don't know. You don't have a. I'm sorry, I don't have one off oh. the top of Out- my head. Outlander, a full series, <laughs> right, <laughs> a full right, season right. of Outlander. And then you can catch uh, Dwayne's special on Stars. What's the name of the special? Uh, take note. Take note, and yes. then people can also buy your book, Zombie Run. That's Zombie on- Run, available on Amazon. Yes. And uh, are you going to try to make that into a movie? Um, we have already written a TV pilot that we'll see, but um, yeah, either movie or TV show. Dude, I love a good yes. zombie so cool. show. That's awesome. Dude, thanks so much for being on the show. Thank we really appreciate having you. Thank you for having, having me. And I, I know we didn't talk sex in particular, but for men, just a woman told me once, she said, be a lion, but also be a sheep. I'm not sure what that oh. meant, but that's what she said. <laughs> I'll have to Google that one. And be if, a lion, uh, but also be a sheep. Be strong, but also be soft. Right, right. And if, you're, uh, if your love well is dry, grab some Promescent Climax Control Spray with the promo code <laughs> SAP15 at DelaySpray.com. How about that plug? Thanks, thanks again for doing the podcast. Thank this you, is awesome. You. Bye, everybody. Bye. Well, wasn't that nice? Did you enjoy our chat with Dwayne Perkins? You're still listening. You either fell asleep uh, because you had such euphoria 
from that amazing conversation or you're uh, listening at the edge of your seat in your car, which is, by the way, not a comfortable way to drive. But anyway, uh, if you did love this episode, if you did, if this brought you value, as they say in the business world, do us a favor, screen grab your phone right now and post it to your Instagram. Hey, I loved this episode. You know what? Maybe even text a close friend, right? Right, Tasha? Screen grab it. Is that what we want them to do? Hold on. Come on. Say it. Say it. They can't hear you. She's talking. She's naked. If you guys want to hear Tasha naked, this is her. This is her naked. You can't hear naked. Oh, they can hear naked. Come on. <laughs> they can feel it. Oh, shit. She's rubbing her makeup off her face. Nothing sexier than a girl taking her mask off at the end of the night. Oh, yeah, baby. So what do they need to do? They need to screen grab it. And- yeah. If you enjoyed this episode, just, you know, you can do a screen grab posted on your Insta story or I'm pretty sure in the app there's a little arrow and you can click share and you can just share the link right on your Facebook or your Twitter or your Instagram, whatever. Uh, Spotify shares a picture too if you click share from Spotify. So whatever. We appreciate you listening. If you like the episode, you can share it with your friends. And the, and if you, you know, you know what I'm doing at my side gig, they, they gave us new iPhones to use for the side gig because they don't want us to use our own phones. So I took the iPhones that they gave us to just to borrow, and I subscribed every iPhone to this app and wrote a review. I wrote a review. <laughs> and, then, and then I forgot I wrote a review. And then a couple of days later, I got an email saying we had a new review. And I was like, oh, fucking sweet. And then I realized it was the review I wrote for my own podcast. Anyway, folks, we appreciate your support. We appreciate you guys sharing it with your friends. I know you're doing it. We see it. We love you guys. Have a kick-ass week. Say bye to everybody, Tasha. Bye. Bye. The S.